So today I want to talk to you about goal setting in an entirely different way on how you've probably thought about setting goals in the past. So I've heard throughout my life how important it is to set goals and put them in writing. And I've heard that if you don't put your goals in writing and what you want, that it's just a dream. But when you put it down in writing, it's a plan. Well, in earlier podcast, I talked about the importance of declaring what you want and who you are. And I recommended that you put that down in writing in various exercises. And in a prior podcast, I ex talked about the Declaration of Independence, United States Declaration of Independence. And I'll briefly describe that because I think it's important. So the United States, we celebrate Jul 4th of July, 1776 as our day of independence. But it actually was not our day of independence. The American Revolution wasn't completed until seven years later in 1883. So why is it for the past 200 plus years, the United States celebrates its independence from England on the 4th of July, 1776, when we did not have independence until seven years later? Well, the reason is on that day, we declared our independence. We didn't have it yet. We just said so on a piece of paper where we wrote down, this is who we are. This is what we believe in. And so it was a written declaration. Now, not only did we write it, but we actually wrote the names of the people that agreed with and drafted the Declaration of Independence. It's interesting because as a lawyer, what we call a declaration is any document where the person signs, I personally know the following facts, and we say, I declare under penalty of perjury that the foregoing is true and correct. So we use that word declarate and we call it a declaration. We're declaring, meaning we're speaking, we're putting forth and we're putting it in writing and we're signing our name on the bottom. And if what we're signing is not true, it's called perjury and you could actually get in trouble. You can go to jail or get in trouble with the court. Now, the Declaration of Independence was not just a declaration of words and goals of who we are. It was signed by our, quote, founding fathers, just like you would sign a declaration for court. So we celebrate the day that we had the courage to stand up and say, we are independent. And so that is the day to celebrate when you had the courage to stand up and say, I'm independent, even though you didn't have that independence or that freedom yet. So it works the same way with goals. When you write down your goals, you are declaring to yourself and to the universe, this is what I want my life to be. This is who I am, and these are the things that I want in my life. Now, on some other podcasts, I'll do some research and give you some stories and statistics, but there have been many studies have been done that people that write down their goals, that they're happier, they reach their, uh, they have more money. Um, I think there's some studies have done of people that have done this from like, I think Harvard and Yale and so on and so forth. And you'll just see, read countless books about talk about the importance, blah, 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 blah. Well, have I actually written down my goals? 
maybe I've done it a couple of times, but it's something that's never really interested me. It's like, even though I know it's so important because everybody's telling me, I still don't want to sit down and write my goals because to me, it just seems kind of boring. It's like, I know what I want if in my in my mind. And I know that if I write them down, it's probably going to give me better results because that's what all these books are telling me. And that's what all these studies are telling me. But why am I not doing it? It's kind of like working out. How many people know for a fact that if you work out, it's going to benefit your mind, your body, your life, your confidence, your self-esteem. You're just going to feel better. But then why are we not working out? So it's not enough to know something, right? Knowledge without taking action is kind of useless. If you know how to work out, but you're not working out, you're not getting the benefit of it. If you know how to eat healthy, but you're not eating healthy, you're not getting the the benefit out of it. So knowing how to do something is not the same as actually doing it. So this podcast is about setting goals. So who am I to be talking about telling you to sit down and write your goals when I've really never done it? Because it's like, I don't want to. I don't know what it is. It just seems like I'm just going to pull out a piece of paper and say, goal, I want to make this much money. Goal, I want to travel here. Goal, I want to do this, that, and the other. <clears throat> to me, that's just there's just something not interesting about it. Even though I know that based on these studies and books that this is more likely going to have my dreams and goals come true, just seeing a list of things, it just doesn't interest me. When I think about working out, you know, I've got, I was obsessed with working out for years and I stopped working out. It's like, I wasn't as happy anymore. It didn't look the way that I wanted uh, to look. But the thing that got me to work out was I was fixated on a certain goal, right? I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted certain, you know, my arms to look so big or chest or my abs. And I just had that vision in my head and that is what inspired me. And then once I no longer cared about those things, then working out just didn't seem so so important. So I think, so I kind of feel it's the same way with goal setting and writing them down. Just like when I don't work out, when I know that I should, it's just because I've lost interest, right? There's nothing, for whatever reason, um, looking a certain way or going to the gym. Now it's COVID, which got me off from working out because I'd rather work out at a gym than, than work it at home. But there's got to be something. It's like, I, it, there, it's like there's somebody that's got to motivate me that I want to look a certain way in, in order to do it. Knowing how to do something is not enough for me. There's got to be something that I'm getting out of it. And for me, it's looking better, feeling better for working out. And I can't wait till this COVID is stuff because I want to go back to a gym. I just don't like working out at home and doing floor exercises and stuff like that. So I found something that I want to experiment with because it, it fascinates me and it interests me. And I hope that it fascinates and interests you to do goal setting, right? Because if you'd like to do something or you're interested, um, you're most likely are going to do it. And I'm just not fascinated or interested by just writing down a list of goals. I'm, I'm just not. And as a lawyer, there are certain things that I like to do and other things that I don't like to do. And it's no it's it's no random act that the things I really like to do I'm really good at the things I don't like to do other people are, you know are better so I I came up with the idea well not come up with the idea but 
Um, I want you to do a challenge of writing a letter to your future self. Now, in 2015, when I was teaching a bar exam class for students that had failed the exam multiple times, I'd actually donated my time to teach students who had failed the exam multiple times. And when I mean multiple times, I mean a lot. I had one student, he was in my class, he was 83 years old. He, st- he graduated law school, I think when he was 69. He had failed the exam 11 times, paid $45,000 in tutors, and couldn't pass. And other people that had failed six times, five times, four times, three times, all over the place, spent a ton of money. Just the California bar exam was considered to be one of the toughest in the country just because of the grading. And so I was inspired to teach this class for free. I probably put in like 200 hours of my time for free just because I thought it was a really big challenge and I felt like I could help these students. And so one of the things that I asked them to do early on, because this was like I did this over, let's see, we started December 1st, 2015, and we stopped like, you know, February 20th, so however however many months that is. But early on, I said, listen, I want you to write a letter to your future self. And the future self is going to be after the bar exam. And what I want you to write in that letter is, I want you to tell yourself, look, you can count on me. I'm going to put the time and the effort to passing this exam. Where and these these students had to study during the holidays, right? Who wants to study around Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff? You know, it, it was hard. So I wanted them to reflect, like, yeah, I, I'm I'm scared. I don't really want to be studying right now. It's cold outside. The holidays are coming. I'd rather do other things. Some of the students had just come off of failing the exam, so they're feeling like super bummed. But I wanted them to kind of pump them up by saying, write a letter to your future self that you're going to do this and. And your future self, you can count on me and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And here are my fears and here are my challenges and here are my doubts. But, you know, you you can count on me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it happen for you. So right there in class, I had everybody write it out. Um, they all, once they were writing, it was interesting to watch it because once I said go, they were just, people were either typing on their laptops. Some people chose, you know, to write it out with a pen and paper. And I think the thing that fascinated me fascinated me was um, they were so interested in just writing and people were just going and going. They weren't stopping to think about what they were going to write about. And I would say probably the average age of the students was probably over 30 years old, easily over 30. And it brought, there, there was this like childlike kind of wonder that they had to them. I felt like as if we were back at elementary school and we just, I just gave them this really cool creative exercise and they got to be kids again. And it was so much fun watching them. And after, I think I gave them 15 or 20 minutes, I had to call time and people were, was, were still writing. And I said, I want you to fold that up, put it in an envelope. And after the exam, I want you to read it to yourself. Um, and it was, it was extraordinary. People seemed really excited, but, um, you know, I didn't write a, a letter to my future self. And I was thinking about like for a podcast, well, you know, coming up with topics can get kind of hard. I'm like, well, how about having them write a letter to their future selves? And I did a little research because I wanted to learn more about the process. Because when I came up with that idea, 
I'd never gone on the internet or about getting ideas about writing a letter to your future self. Nobody had ever talked to me about it. It was just something that I had come up with because I saw a need during class, like, hey, these people need some inspiration. And it, I just really just thought of it on my own. But in doing today's podcast, I wanted to think about, well, what really are the benefits of writing to your future self? And so what I discovered, and it, it makes a lot of sense, is when you're writing a letter to your future self, what you're really doing is goal setting. You're writing down your goals, not in a list, but in a narrative story format. And you're writing it to yourself. And that could be something very emotional because this is just for you and nobody else. And imagine that sometime in the future, one year away, three years away, or five years away, you're going to open up this letter and it's like, it's like going in a time machine back to the past where you're reading about what you were thinking about at that moment and on that day. I don't remember what I was thinking about on May 4th of 2012 or 2015. I have no idea. But to be able to go back in time and see yourself, what were your challenges? What were your fears? What were your wants? What were your desires? You know, your relationship with your family, with your friends, your money, your finances, your job. It'd be, it's like a time capsule to see. And so this is a way that I that really inspired me that I'm going to do this, that I'm going to do goal setting, but I'm going to do it in a way and in writing in a narrative format to myself. Because that to me is interesting to write to myself and say, this is where I want to be. This is who I want to become. These are the things that I want to accomplish. These are my challenges. These are my fears. This is, you know, in my family, I could talk to my family. My, you know, I have all my family, right? My mom and dad are alive. My sisters are alive. My niece and nephews are alive. Tell me about the relationship. My cat, who I love so much, she's 17 years old. She's alive, right? I never want to live without her. And so I can talk about the things that I'm grateful for in my life. And I can also, and, and that's great. Like, what's what's current in my life? What am I going through? What am I... Do I have any any money problems, any relationship problems, any, any health problems? Talk about my body, my weight. Um, am I exercising like I want to? And so really get like a snapshot, snapshot picture of where I am in my life and all these areas. And then the goal setting comes in on this is where I want to be. This is who I want to become and start talking about it, not in a list, but in an interesting story and narrative format. <clears throat> now that inspires me than just getting a piece of paper and just writing down some kind of laundry list. That is not interesting. But the idea of talking to my future self, God, I wish my future self could be talking to me right now. Um, and then in another uh, podcast, we'll be talking about you writing a letter to your past self one year ago, three years ago, five years ago, because you'll get be able to reflect on, you know, what's happened. What did you learn? What mistakes um, did you make that you would want your past self to know? You know, your relationships and friends. So there's value in writing letters to your past self and your future self. I just wish that I could go to the mailbox and get a letter from my future self and tell me what my challenges are ahead of me, so that um, so I could avoid things right and learn from them. 
And so we go through our lives every single day and we wake up and we do the same thing over and over and over again, but we really don't have time to reflect. And so writing a letter to your past self or your future self is you're really reflecting and you're assessing. Businesses do that all the time. They reflect, they assess, they look at their historical performance. They have these 360 interviews with their employees where one person's you know, critiquing or assessing somebody else. And that's like a nightmare. You have somebody else judging you. But this is you, right? This is you not judging you, but you're educating yourself by talking to your past self and reflecting and really thinking about things. Instead of just living it, you're, you're going back almost like Monday day quarterbacking. And with insight and reflection and knowledge that you have today and sharing it with yourself in the past. And you start to get to you get to learn from that. And and also talking to your future self. Like how interesting. Think about it for a second. Imagine if you could get a time machine and you could go to the future to talk to your future self. Who wouldn't want to do that? I would want to know, well, what do I look like? And if I didn't look the way that I would want my future self to look like, I would be thinking, well, then I'm going to go, you know, today, go back in the past because then I'd be in the future and I'm, I want to eat better. I want to do yoga. I want to start working out. I want to start doing all these things because I, you know, I don't want to look like this, for example, or I want to look at the people in my life and maybe the family that I have five years from now maybe I'll lose somebody and, and that would make me sad. And like, oh my God, I lost, I don't even want to name the family member, but I lost a family member. Oh my God, I need to go back and I need to tell my love them. I need to spend more time with them or my pet. Oh, where's my pet? Oh, let me go spend some more time with my pet or let me look at what's my job. You know, Where am I? Oh, this isn't the job that I want. Okay. What do I have to do? You know, to focus more on on school or I have a job that I don't like okay well how did I pick a job that that I didn't like you know what happened here you know if you want to see if you want to see a, a, a great movie that'd be a great example of this and I just thought about this on the top of my head it's with Adam Sandler and let's see what is that movie called I gotta look it up because I forgot all right I didn't have to look it up I just remembered the movie is called click Wow that movie is very emotional. I didn't cry. I almost did. But it was a huge wake-up call. And I didn't even like Adam Sandler before I watched this movie. I was like, I didn't even want to watch it because Adam Sandler was in it. But I enjoyed his performance in the movie. I love the message. Uh, Spoiler alert, go watch it. But I'll just tell you why I loved it. But basically what happens is... He has a, a remote control and he fast forwards all the moments in his life that he doesn't care for. Or if there's a bad moment, he just fast forwards it and he just wants to go to the highlights and the good parts. And then what he realizes when he gets to the future is he didn't appreciate the moment. He wasn't living for today. He was just living for the future and all these good parts. And then what he realized was he didn't live a meaningful life and he saw that in his future you know, he lost his dad and he saw himself sitting at a desk and his dad was trying to get his attention. He wasn't even looking at his dad and he's completely ignoring his dad. And as he's watching himself, he starts yelling at himself. It's like, you idiot, there's your dad. Talk to your dad. Talk to your dad. Why aren't you talking to your dad? Because he realized his, his dad had passed away. And so, you know, he went back to his time where his dad was alive and he wanted to see 
him with 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 his dad and he's like why are you ignoring your dad what are you doing and then he ended up finding out like what happened he's fast forward through some time in his life and then he finds out oh my god my wife left me what happened why did my life leave me and and my kids and they went with this other guy and they're not with me it's like what happened what mistakes did i make and like he has to rewind and find out you know what had happened and then at the end he just he just feels alone he feels rejected by his family and he's having these health problems and then he's basically on his deathbed like you know dying of a heart attack and he realized like this isn't the life that i wanted like what happened you know um he was focused on the wrong things and so when i saw that i started to see myself in there like oh my god my whole life has been focused on the future and just focused on you know what career am i going to have and where am i going to live and how much money am i going to make and what i started to realize was i wasn't living in the moment and i was i wasn't spending time with the family that i loved and the people that i loved and life was just passing me by really fast and i wanted to go back and i wanted to make it better and i'm looking at myself in the mirror i'm like who are you what happened and so when i saw this movie i'm click i'm like this movie you know is my life and I and and I don't want this to happen for you know what happened at Adam Sandler. It, it was really moving. It, it was really touching. When you get to the end of that movie, you know, like maybe the final twenty minutes and even the end, it's so touching. It's so moving. It's so inspiring you to 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 live in the moment. You know, like I, I talked about in multiple episodes of this podcast about the movie The Peaceful Warrior, and you know the the mentor of the story tells his mentee, you know, um, what are you? And he's like, this moment, what time is it now? It's about taking out the the, the distraction, the garbage in, in your mind so that you can focus on the present. The present is a present. It's a gift. And when you're just focused on the future, you're missing out on the what's happening today, the people in your lives that you love, your pets, everything right can't imagine living life without my baby girl cat so um so when you i mean if you had the opportunity to go see your future self you would change so many things today and not just change things there's some things you wouldn't change but you would just appreciate them more you would have to be more grateful for them you would spend more time with the people that you care about you would spend more time caring about yourself so that you're healthy and that you have this life. So we can't get a time machine and go visit our future selves. But 100%, you can sit down right now and you can write a letter to yourself in one year, three years, five years. Short-term goals, mid-term goals, goals, and long-term goals. You can even write a letter to yourself in, in 10 years. Do all of it, one, three, five, seven, ten, 10, and open that up. And this is your opportunity to declare to yourself, to your future, just like the Declaration of Independence. This is who I'm going to be. These are the friends that I'm going to have. This is the, uh, the uh, health that I'm going to have, the body I'm going to have, the money that I'm going to have, the career that I'm going to have, whether it's a job or having your own business. Um, you get to declare that by writing this as a narrative right? Make it beautiful. Talk about who the person you're going to become along that journey. It's very personal. Nobody can, you know, gets to see this letter, but you, unless you decide to share it. 
Now, there's a website you can go to. It's called futureme.org. Now, this thing will send you an email on whatever date in the future that you want. Well, the only reason not to do it is, you know, for privacy reasons. I don't know if somebody hacks that website and they get to see basically your diary of what you want your life to be like in the future. You can keep it on your computer. Um, some people don't like to type personal things like this. Maybe you prefer to get a special journal book. It doesn't have to be, but it could be a special journal book. And you can write pen and paper. A lot of people feel more connected by, by handwriting things. But whatever it is or however you write it, whether it's in a journal book or a couple of pages or lots of pages, however long you want to write it, put it in an envelope or seal it up and say, open on this date and go to Google Calendar and give yourself a reminder on that date to open it up, right? And give yourself a treat. One year, three year, five year, seven years, just do it. And it's it's your way of talking to your future self. And your future self, once you get there, gets to read about your past self. Now you get the time machine to go back in the past and you get to appreciate who you were, where you were, your fears, your ambitions, your dreams, the people that were in your life, the people that you loved. It's really an amazing gift of self-reflection in the past and future projection in the future, a future declaration, right? It's interesting, a declaration, because it's under penalty of perjury in court, and the consequences, you can go to jail. So here you're making a future promise, a future goal to yourself, you're not gonna. You're not gonna go to jail. Now the thing is, when you set goals, some people get really bummed out when they don't reach their goals. But it's not about reaching the goal. It's great if you do, but sometimes you're not gonna reach the goals. But that's the whole point. You stretch yourself so that you can go further, and it's the progress that you make. Just the fact that you're setting the goal and you're striving, you make progress. That's why you do it. If you can actually reach the goal, great. But if you don't. You're getting so much, so much out of it. So let's talk about, again, what are the topics that you can have? You can have some headings. Talk about your family. Are you happy with the time that you're spending with your family? Are you telling the people in your family that you love them? Um, sometimes think people think it's kind of cheesy to verbalize it. Write them a letter. Tell them if you can't, if you're too embarrassed, I don't know why people get embarrassed to tell their family that they love them, but maybe there's a particular person in your family that you just can't verbalize that to them. You know, I've never had a brother, but to tell my brother I love, I don't know how that would be, but, you know, write a letter and just say, hey, look, I love you. I, I don't know why I can't verbalize it, but it's really important that you know that I love you. Um, you know, set a time commitment. Do you need to go see people? You know, it's COVID, it's a lot harder, but, um, Make time for your family. There's no guarantee in life that they're going to be there one, three, five, seven years from now. And when you look back, um, when you're in your future self, you get to look back, you'd be like, yeah, I got to spend time with that person, my family that's no longer with me. And there's no regrets. So what are your goals? What do you want your life to be like with your family, your relationship um, in the future? And make sure to discuss it now because that's going to be important when you get to the future to remind yourself about where you are. Your friends. Talk about your friends. Talk about the friends that you have. Talk about the f new friends that you want to have in your life. Some of the friendships you have aren't serving you. So talk about what friends that you want to have. How many friends? Where do you want them to be? Who do you want them to be? How do you want them to be? 
What careers do you want those friends to be? Your health. What do you want to look like? Uh, that's very personal. I mean, you, you, that's for you to decide. Um, but have some goals, you know, for health. Um, your relationships, love. Um, talk about the relationship. If you're single, say you're single and manifest. This is what I want. This is my. This is the partner that I want. Describe them. Um, if you currently in in a relationship. Talk about relationship you have and talk about the relationship you want to have with that person and how you can make it better. So where do I want to be with this person one year, three years, five years, seven years? Talk about that. Declare it, right? It's the declaration. Just like the Declaration of Independence, they declared it seven years before we had independence. You are going to declare these things with your family, your friends, your health, your relationships, your career, your job now, now to make it happen. Right? We know this is going to work, and this narrative format can get you inspired to do it in a way you've never done before because it's so personal. You might even cry when you're writing this, which is good. You want to get emotional. Um, that's a good thing. And then you, when you read in the future, you probably cry to where you were in the past, you know, looking at yourself back in the past. You know, Talk about your job. Uh, if you're not happy with your job, say why you're not happy with your job. Say what kind of job you want, the people that you want to work with. Uh, the people that you want to help, the impact you want to have. If you want to start a business, talk about why you want to start a business. Talk about what's keeping you from starting one. What are you afraid of? Um, what kind of business you would like to start? Why do you want to start that business? Who do you want to become in that business? Money, finance, wealth. Talk about your current financial situation. How much money do you want to have in the future? Why do you want to have money? Where do you want to live? Your house, your car? Who do you want to be able to help financially and support? Do you want to have an impact on people that are less fortunate? Do you want to have money so you can give to other family members or friends or charities or to help animals? Um, talk about talk about that. And remember, you're declaring this to yourself, but you're declaring it to the universe, right? There's a reason why all these studies are showing when you write down your goals, they, they're more likely to come true, but you're writing it in a narrative in a way that... Nobody has explained it to me like that. Otherwise, I would have I would have done it. But you know, I still have to admit it's it's kind of scary, you know, to to write a letter to yourself in the past or future because you have to confront yourself. You're going to speak to yourself, right? If you talk to yourself, most people think that you're crazy, or at least they did before. You can have phones, you know, or these, uh, you know, in in your ear speakers. People are like, "Are you talking to yourself?" It's like, "No, I'm I'm talking on my phone," but. Uh, <laughs> Back in the day, it's like before we had this and people were talking by the, to themselves, they think you're crazy. But you're having a conversation with yourself. And that may seem a little awkward. It may be a little bit weird. But in some ways, it's the most important conversation that you can have with anybody, right? In order to give to um, to others, you have to give to yourself. You have to have something to give. They always say like on an airplane, put the, uh, put the oxygen mask on yourself first before... On, you do it on other people, right? Because you can't help other people if, you, if you're not taking care of yourself. So remember, when you're done, sign off on your letter or in your journal. Sign it, just like we do in court. We have to sign a name, just like they did on the Declaration of Independence. They signed it because that was a commitment. Was it John Hancock? He's famous for drawing his, his signature is bigger than anybody else. They signed it. That just makes it more real. When you have a contract with other people, you can have oral contracts, but people, to make it more appear more binding, you write it down. 
and you sign it. There's just something about it, right? It's your autograph. So you sign it, put it in an envelope, seal it, or take your journal and wrap it up in tape or whatever just so that you don't open it. Schedule it on Google Calendar or however you're going to remember it. And again, focus on your progress, not whether you hit your goal when you go and look at it. Now, the reason why you would want to do it in a year is because you want to make it seem more tangible and more close in, in time proximity so that you could see like one year from now, oh, this is kind of cool. This is great. And if you already wrote one three years from now or five years or seven, you could just keep doing this just indefinitely in, in the future. And you, once you start to see, I'm sure I hear I'm talking like I've done it, I'm going to do it. But I can imagine that in one year from now when I'm going to write a letter, it's gonna, it's, it should have an amazing impact. I mean, that's really what I'm banking for. It's something to look forward to. It's like sending yourself a Christmas gift like a, like a year, um, a year later. So, um, so that's the challenge for today. I'm super excited about it because I've always kind of wanted to write down my goals, but I've never done it. And I'm hoping that this new format is going to make it worthwhile and exciting and fun. And I'd love to hear one day how it worked out for you. Totally supporting you guys. You guys go do it. Have fun with it. And I'll talk to you guys later.